Stepping up to the microphones on News Radio 570 WKVN. Time now for the legal show. I, I, I confess that during that 5 o'clock news, I see, I find Moses fascinating. Didn't you, Doracchio? Yes, I do. A, a, Always. Come on, come no, on. I do. He's like, uh, uh, on one hand, he's like MacGyver. On the other hand, he's like Matlock. Matlock, yeah. that's He's, he's like Matlock, and then he's like MacGyver. Would you not he's agree? He's Matt Guyver. Matt Guyver, yeah. I mean, and that kind of stuff. But you know what I notice about Moses before I get to anything? He's always thinking. He yeah, is. I mean, he, uh, like he's, uh, he's thinking about the cases he was dealing with today. He's thinking about other cases. He's a thoughtful, intellectual he's, but, man. But he's thinking. Like his, you know how you, you would like to think if you're sick, your doctor's thinking about you know, what's wrong with you and giving it some thought. Right. Not out at the country club. You know, right. You'd like to think that they're doing that. Uh, you'd like to, but the, Moses is like, he, I, it's like I picture him when he leaves here. He always works out in the evening, Moses. He's I, on the treadmill thinking. I even discussed a case with Ron, right. as you walked in, Mark, right. and he muddied up the waters after <laughs> sure. I tried well, to get an his... honest answer from him. <laughs> that's his job. As a, as a prospective juror, yes. I tried to get him to give me an answer. And he did. <laughs> and he did in his own way. <laughs> right. And, and there he is, the chairman. And, I haven't uh, been in defend my own uh, and, and, uh, I've been do, slandered so much. Do you, do, do you understand how brilliant Moses is? Do you? Is this microphone on? Yes, it yes. is. Can I have a pair of earphones, or is that asking for too much? Well, it might be. Oh, hang on a second. Here we go. Well, you Moses, the... Moses let's, is let's... Moses is a smart guy, though. But uh, I'm serious, Moses. Ron, I, I have to come in here and defend my honor. I'm supposed to be at a fa- I'm supposed to be at a fundraiser tonight. Where? None of your business. Yeah, I know so, the, the, the you know who the I speaker is. I hope it's is. not in Canton. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. So I had to come in here because. Uh, you've beat me up pretty good this past week. Really? You know, you could stick up for me, like, occasionally. I didn't think I beat him up at all. What did bet, I do? Bet him up? I didn't think I beat you up. What did I, how'd I beat you up? I've had so many people call me saying, oh, Ron is just slashing and slicing and dicing you on That's the That's uh, totally untrue. Yeah. He, he did it bother him all week. They're fibbers. They're fibbers. I, yes. Ask them specifically what I... What, I heard what, it was radio, high radio drama. I did. Yeah. I, heard, I heard. Thanks, Ron. It's okay. You know, our oh, you mean, you mean when you and I, in. you mean when you and I are talking or outside? No, of that? I, I kind of liked it when you and I were talking because yeah. you hung up on. I've me never. Uh, no, because I was winning the argument, and <laughs> no, no, Ron did what he normally does when I win the argument. He hung up on. Me. I took. I took. I, I Pam taught me that. <laughs> now listen to this. I don't know what else you could possibly be talking about. Ask those people because I deny that. I really do. Okay. People get people get all bent up uh, out of shape and everything. So how Sorry. are you, Chairman? You look tired. You know what, Ron? Honestly, I got to tell you, <laughs> you can't tell wait you. till election. So. I can't, I, the 30, 30 days before election <laughs> is is just like going to the pillar and post and getting slashed every day. Aren't you like a psychiatrist for these people? Really, it's there. not only I'm a psychiatrist. I mean, every day, the emails, the calls come to this event, come to that event. We need your help with this event. We need your. I just. <laughs> You're tired. I yeah. It's just it's just getting to the point where. But Dave, the paycheck of that is so rewarding. What oh, is that position so pay, Dave? rewarding. <laughs> Very. You know, people look at me and they think I'm nuts. Like, why do you do it? Yeah. What do you get for doing that, Dave? I forget what. Absolutely that, nothing. What was that again, Dave? <laughs> Did you say nothing? Yeah. Yeah. Nothing. All I get is beat up. Mm-hmm. vilified 
I do have to say this. this is the only political comment I want to make. Yes, political comment. And then the we're going to do the legal show, and then that's it. Okay. Did you watch Kanye West in the White House today? No, I haven't seen it yet. Okay. <laughs> but I'm looking forward to it. How was it? It was sad. I, I felt really bad. For Kanye? Uh, yeah, I, I, I can't I, see Kanye and Trump. Trump's like 70, no, no, no. 72 my, my, and Kanye. No, no, my heart ached. It did because I think Kanye's a little, has some mental illness. And he was just talking and pulling concepts. And it it was sad. It was. So he's goofy, basically? No. I mean, people with mental illness aren't goofy. People with mental illness are ill. Well, is it drugs, you think, maybe? Who knows? No. Well, I. Why was he there? In the White House. Well, Trump was assembling a number of African-American leaders to try to repair his, I think, relationship with the African-American community and talk about, you know, prison reform, which we need. Kanye's a big supporter. Yeah. Kanye, but you, Ron, when you get home and you watch it. and I, I can hardly I know, wait now. I know you're a big Trump supporter. Yes. But, but if you watch it, just try to watch it with an objective lens, you will go. Kanye's goofy. No, you will you will honestly feel kind of bad for him because he says he was diagnosed with uh, bipolar disorder. Oh well, there you go. Yeah, and he's obviously not taking his medication. Wow! Yeah. Now I can hardly wait to see That's it. Tough. That's <laughs> no. tough. I got to. What are you Google that? I mean, yeah, it's it's. Just, I got to see this now. He was pulling concepts out of the air and says he feels like Superman when he puts on the magma hat. He wants to put on a cape. Okay. And then he told Trump that he needs to change out Air Force One for a hydroplane. <laughs> yeah, it was. There were a lot of concepts being thrown around. That's uh, that should be interesting. All right, uh, isn't he married or doesn't he date yeah, a Kardashian? He's, no, he's married, married to, to Kardashian. Kim Kardashian. Well, you so you know he's nuts right off the bat, right there alone. Well, he's married to a Kardashian. I can't. Uh, well, how would you even possibly be able to put up with that, David? A Kardashian. Yeah, the Kardashian. Oh, they're they're all the crazy. Started it all. They're all crazy. Look at what they did to Bruce. They drove him to be. <laughs> he totally gave up on being a man. Said, I mean, really. I don't want to be a man anymore. <laughs> right. I mean, look at what they done to one of the world's greatest not, greatest I, athletes. I am not going to uh, look. <laughs> Let me just say this about transgender people. Mm-hmm. Who would who? If it, if it wasn't a real thing, like, who would want to subject themselves to that? Oh, sure. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I agree with you. Yeah, no one would choose, uh, you know, I, I think No that's... one would choose to be gay. Well... Because that's even, you get vilified. I there mean, was a stigma, and, and there still is, but I right. think... But there's, no, a, there's, there's a fight to lessen it, you know? The, yeah, the, the, there's a... There, the, look, I, I think it's a real thing. I don't think anyone would choose to... To take that self punishment that they're going to get the vilification they're going to get right i mean uh, look how happy you've been in your heterosexual life yeah <laughs> <laughs> did you have any chef boyardee ravioli no and you know yesterday was my birthday happy birthday yeah, happy birthday 60 years old right no not 60 not yet i'm not old as you you're not 60 no you're close well let me just say you're 59 then let me just say I have 364 days until I'm 60. Okay. <laughs> well, happy birthday. Well, thank you. And so 
In honor of my birthday. Yes. Spaghetti. No. no, no what? I did go to the convenience store and buy a can of ravioli. <laughs> Chef Boyardee. That was it? And it was sort of my own little personal. Oh, my God. It was. At 2 in the morning? You, this no, is... no, not at 2 in the morning. No, I I snuck it. It was like at 1130. Like, I went in my office and I shut the door and I locked it. This is sad. <laughs> the man's sad, 59 years old and he's locked picture. in his office having a can of Chef Boyardee ravioli to celebrate his birthday. Singing happy birthday to me. <laughs> and crying. <laughs> Taking a bite. <laughs> <laughs> this is how my chairman is living. Locked in his uh, office. With, I don't want it. The phone goes off. I don't even want to answer it. As it, you are enjoying it? it? If it's a 614 or 513 or 216 number, I don't even want to answer it. Ugh. Well, happy birthday. Thank you. And uh, the life is good, right? So the, you're still married. Your I'm knee is still improved. Married. You My know, knee's improved. I've you're, actually you're doing, started you're, working out again. The boat gets put away. Your daughter's in law school? This weekend. Oh, my daughter's in law school. And my son is in the me, military. He's in the military. He's in the Army. Let me happily report that he's in this program called Ranger Assessment Selection Program. And before you can even get into the Ranger Assessment Selection Program, you have to pass this very rigorous test. He successfully passed it. He was so happy oh, yesterday. Congratulations. The best birthday present I ever had. My son called That's me and awesome. said, Dad, they selected me. They selected me. And I was so happy for him. Or physically, you mean that type physically, of Physically, yeah. He, he's just. It's a I worked beast. At, I worked out with him. He came home over the weekend. He had a four day pass. He came over over the weekend. And? And he and I went to the gym. And I was just like, he's a beast. Really? Wow. I just couldn't believe the stuff he was doing. I mean, he's in incredible shape. From what they did for uh, for Just, just, he just. Muscular strong, running strong and all Just, he's not muscular, but he's really in shape and strong. Mm -hmm. I mean, I watched him. He did a, he did a thing where he climbed up a rope. He touched the top of the ceiling, came down. He did uh, 10 pull-ups. 15 push-ups. He did five rounds of that. Wow. Then he put on a 50-pound vest. They have a vest at the gym we work out mm -hmm. with. He put on a 50-pound vest, and he ran 1,000 meters. He hit 200 meters five times. Mm -hmm. Then he did all these sit-ups and all these crunches, and I just couldn't. I was like, <laughs> As I'm lifting like ten pound weights on each other. <laughs> <laughs> wow, it's, it's just it's just amazing. He doesn't even look. You know, if you would look at him, you wouldn't look. But he's just in incredible shape, and he. Um, what so, a proud father! Yeah, that's I'm beautiful. very proud of him. But he said to me, he looked me in the eyes, and he goes, "Dad, you know, when he was home this last time, he goes, I just want you to know, I'm an instrument of death to defend our great country." I said, Joseph, you can think that. And you can say it to anyone you want. He goes, and I want you to know I would die from in defense of my country. I said, okay, you could think that and you could say it. But those are never things you should say to your parents. You could say it to your friends. You could say it to your sister. Just don't ever say it to me or your mother ever again. Especially right. your mother. Especially your Not mother. Not even your dad, yeah. Not even your dad. I, I, I understand that if my if my son gets through this next five weeks, so he's five weeks of just sheer hell, hell, and then if he gets through that, they can you know then they put him in ranger school, true hell, yeah. But then they can deploy him at any time. Right. So he's at the tip of the spear. He's a he's an in infantry, 
And he goes, Dad, I want to go. You know, I want to go get bad guys and make sure they don't come over here wow. and harm us. And God you know, bless I, him. I, I feel such a sense of pride for my son, but I'm also a father, and and I was happy. You worry too here. Yeah. I was happy he passed and he got into this thing, mm-hmm. and it, I was equally sad that he passed it, got into it because yep. I know that he's going to be an elite soldier. Right. And, you know, they send the elite soldiers in first. And mm-hmm. as a parent, you know, you I told him, yeah, I worry. I said, Joseph, listen, in life, the natural course of events is that you bury me. I'm never, it's never, right. a parent is never supposed to bury a child. That's just upsetting the natural course of things. And he said, well, dad, I just want you to know I'm willing to die f- to, to fight for our country. And it gave me a sense of pride and a sense of sadness at the same time. But I, you know, I uh, I totally um, associate with military families and the sacrifice they give. I mean, my son volunteered for this. I didn't, it's nothing, you know, I tried to dissuade him from this. And uh, his mother tried to dissuade him Even from Even though this. he felt from a very young age this was his calling, really. Yeah, it, it really was. And 1% of Americans defend the 99%. So for those families that are out there that have children in the service, I mean, thank you for that. For our veterans, uh, thank you. I think, and, and what aggravates me is what really just gnaws at me. Mm-hmm. Whether you're a Republican, a Libertarian, a Green Party, or a Democrat, if you don't go vote, you know, then shame on you because people have spilled their blood and given up their lives for you to have that freedom. Freedom. In a great country. In a great country. And so I don't care what your party is, I don't care how you vote, but if you don't vote, then. And shame on you because there are people who died on the beaches of Normandy, who died in D-Day, who died in Vietnam, who died in the Korean War, who died in the Iraq War, who died in the Afghanistan War, you know, people who have limbs blown off, all of that to, to preserve your freedom. And so you owe it not to yourself and not to the person you're voting for. But you owe it to the people in the military to go vote. That's what you owe them. You owe them that debt. And Mm -hmm. so go vote. All right. Well, congratulations to Joseph. Yeah. uh, For I'm very proud of him. And you should be proud of him. You very very well should. And your daughter's in law school. That's a good thing to be proud of, too. Right. Well, that's that's all well and good. Uh, Hi, Mark. Hi, Moses. You guys probably don't have anything that exciting going on. I know that. But I'm, I'm happy for you. We'll pause here, come back for some legal questions. Uh, child support, divorce, DUI, custody, estates, evictions, um, workers' compensation, medical malpractice, speeding tickets. you got any legal questions, call right now. If three lines in Youngstown open, we'll start taking calls. 330-729-9977. 330-729-9977. 330-729-9977. Any legal questions you have for Attorney Beatrice, Attorney Moses, family law for Attorney DeVecchio here. That's divorce, child support, uh, custody issues, uh, all those kind of things. We take on all comers. 
uh, auto accidents, medical malpractice, speeding tickets, whatever you have, uh, trees falling and that kind of stuff. We'll do that in just a second. 330-729-9977. 330-729-9977. We'll put you through with Attorney Beatrice, uh, DeVecchio, and Moses. Give us a call. We'll be right back. Dread. All right, take advantage of that. Storm Team 27 forecast brought to you by Cordy Cigar Shop in Girard. Low tonight, 44. Tomorrow, we're looking at a 10% chance of rain, so it should be dry for the most part. 52 for a high, 39 for a low. 40% chance of uh, morning showers on Saturday, 50 for a high, 40 for a low. Should be dry Sunday in 58. Right now, it's uh, 58, comfortable outside. News Radio 570 WKBN. So we go, we go on happy birthday to Dave. Uh, incidentally, and uh, the party he had. Uh, if you're out and about, if you see any ravioli, Chef de ravioli, bring David Can for his 50th birthday. Very delicious, very delicious. Oh, thank you. Joe, you're on the air with the attorneys. Uh, hi. Uh, hi, Joe. Mr. Beatrice. Yes, thank sir. Thank you very, very much for those remarks. I am also very proud of your son, and I will pray for him every day. Are you a veteran, sir? Yes, sir. Thank you for your service to our country. And, and 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 Joe, right, is your name? Yes, yes. Doesn't it make you mad when people don't go vote that you served? Oh, yes. I mean, I don't I, care I don't care whether you're going to vote Republican, Libertarian, Green Party, Democrat. Well, hold on with that Green like, Party thing. No, I mean seriously, Ron. I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm serious. People like Joe, people people that volunteer to go defend our country. You owe it to them. It doesn't cost you anything to vote. You could vote from now until Election Day at the Board of Elections. Go vote. This is what makes us a free country. Right. I mean, the people that don't vote, I, I... I just don't understand it. And salute your flag and stand up for the national anthem. Okay, Ron. You, know, you yeah, had to throw no. that in, didn't you, Ron? Oh, I just think you so. You had to yeah. throw that in. Well, you should do that, too. It upsets a lot of veterans. I, I, really? I know veterans that stop watching the NFL that were NFL fans. I I'm dead too. serious. I, I, I understand that. They got very upset. But, but someone made a false equivalency there, but let's not go into that. What is it? What does he mean? See, he's talking over my head now. No, I <laughs> mean, a, I mean... No, that was just a lot, I mean, a lot of in a country upset. where you have freedom of speech, mm-hmm. okay, you have freedom of speech. For you to say, well, that speech is wrong, means then that they don't have freedom of speech. Not when they're working like that. It doesn't matter whether they're working or not working. What we fight for is what is in the Constitution. And what's in the Constitution is a freedom of expression. Whether you Absolutely. like it or don't like it, I I happen to not like it. But that doesn't yeah. personally. But that doesn't mean I don't acknowledge their right to have their expression. Just Absolutely. like a lot of things that people on the right say that I don't agree with, but I would go to court to defend anyone to fight for their right to have free speech. I agree with that. Absolutely. Emphatically. Really? Yes. I'm glad to hear that. Personally, no, I don't like it. But I, I, I respect their ability to exercise their freedom of speech. Well, see, I give you credit, Joe, because really I think it's a huge, it's, it's a lot of worries that, uh, that Dave and his wife will have because they'll worry about him every day, just like, you know, when you're in those, when you're in those positions. Joe, which, uh, did you serve active duty? Or were you in the, what, Vietnam? Vietnam. Four, four tours to Vietnam. Wow. Wow. 
Now, did you smoke any marijuana when you were over oh, there? Ron, no, you... I did not. I, well, I'm just checking. A lot of veterans did. Okay. I had to ask. <clears throat> there were some friends of mine that did. Yeah. Right. Do you feel better now, Ron, that you asked him if he smoked marijuana? Well, a lot of, a lot of guys did over there. See, that's they did. Did you know that? That's a little known fact. Right. They're smoking uh, wacky tobacco. It was bad enough that I yeah, What was sad about the Vietnam War is when those soldiers came home and we didn't honor them. Mm-hmm. That was a travesty. Yeah, that was sad. You uh, know, because also, it was the political leaders that failed those servicemen, not the servicemen that failed Too us. many politicians running a war, right? Well, we have yeah. a civilian-run army. Uh, I mean, a civilian-run military. That's how the framers envisioned it. And when you think about it, it makes sense. You don't want generals controlling the army or the navy or the you, you want you want the president controlling them because he's elected by the people but you want the generals calling the strategy in that the well, shots you know how we're going to do this you want the generals advising the mm-hmm. president and you hope the president makes wise decisions when he sends people into harm's way that's what you hope an example just recently that i heard in the johnson administration the generals wanted to used nuclear weapons in Vietnam, and Johnson rejected that. Mm-hmm. So that's an example of what you're saying. Yeah, because it could have led to World War Three. Exactly. You know, nuclear, it's just a scary world out there. It's a scary place, and let's just pray for our leaders, including praying for President Trump. That pray we make, for our country. Right, yeah. and, and we make wise decisions. Well, now you're 59, and really, how many, how many good years you got left? Maybe 10. <laughs> I mean, you know. But I'm going to enjoy those 10 years. You, I mean, can't be that bad for you. I mean, you're at the. Yeah, let's you know be, what? I put an article on my Facebook page. You're on the back nine, and you got a few oh, holes I'm, in I'm, yeah. I'm on the. I'm on the last four holes. Listen, right. here's, I, I posted an article on my Facebook page that there was this lawyer. He was 99 years old and still practicing. Moses. Uh, no. <laughs> oh. No, no. He's Not younger. Quite. Not he's, quite. he's younger than Moses. And anyways, so I put on there, I said, good for him. I don't think I'll it, God willing, if my mind still holds excuse me, if my mind still holds up, I'm gonna practice. I'll die at my desk. I love what I do. You know, when you love what you do, it's not work. And I love being a lawyer. I love what I do. I love being a lawyer. So you'll never retire from it. You'll well, keep... I, why? Then I'd have to spend lunches with my wife, and that would be really torturous. So then you'd get a chance to meet other lawyers. Wow! Oh. <laughs> She'd want to bring him and say, "Help me out of this mess." <laughs> <laughs> so you know, you still be doing that. All right, Joe. Thank you for your call. Hey. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Have a good one. Thank you. I think that's wonderful. I really do. That a guy like that has, uh, and I give him credit for that. I really do. Stay tuned. The headlines are coming up. Back with the attorneys. 330-729-9977. We'll be back. News Radio 570 WKBN. Well, we got uh, segment number two, legal questions for attorneys Carl Moses, Mark DeVecchio, and David Beatrice in our studio. 729-9977. Let's go to Roger. And uh, what's your comment here tonight, Roger? Hi, Ron. This is Roger. And uh, hi, Ron. Hi. Uh, I, I want to talk about, uh, you know, home security and just give you an example of anything that I can do. What happened is 
I had home security, you know, with the uh, doors, windows, yada, yada. And one of the items was a uh, flood sensor, which I put, I placed right by my sump pump. And I have a finished basement. Yes, sir. Bottom line, I'm a snowbird, and I went to Florida, and my house flooded with four inches of water in a basement. So what you know, caused that, room, sir? What? I had to have the walls ripped out, the carpets, et cetera, okay? Right. What caused the flooding? The sump pump failed, or did you, what What happened? The water yeah. tank, or what? No, the sump pump failed. Okay. Okay. And uh, it wasn't like a, a battery backup or anything. I just felt very secure that I have freeze warnings and I have water warnings that's going to alert me by my cell phone no matter where I'm at, if anything's wrong, you know. So I, I called the security company. I'd like to mention their name, but I don't know if I'm allowed. Don't. Okay. And uh, they said, oh, we're sorry, but we'll give you three months free. <laughs> so what? I know they're not an insurance company, and they're not going to pay for all my flooding. But in Well, there, first of all, did you have homeowner's said, uh, insurance? You know, <laughs> my insurance company did pay me. All right, so... Not all of it, but some of it. Well, when you say not all of it, how much of it did they not pay? I would say about $8,000, because they gave me $10,000, my, my insurance company, not my security company. So why why did they not pay for all of it, the insurance company? Well, because when uh, in the insurance company's literature, they, they if you have a sump pump failure, the limit of their liability is $10,000. Okay, so I honestly think that the alarm company is responsible because of a faulty product. I agree. And one of the things they said, well, send that piece of uh, that device into us and we'll check it out. I mean, really, it was sitting under, under four inches of the water for a month. What's the check out? So uh, I said, well, in, in your agreement that I signed, you're not an insurance company. And uh, I said, I understand that, but your your liability shows it's either $500 or $1,000 is the limit of your liability. I said, I'd just like to have that. Even though I've lost thousands, I want mine. They said, uh, after numerous phone calls, uh, they said, the only way you can get that $500 or $1,000 is to go to litigation. And so, but... For like example, like you, if I asked you to go to litigation for five hundred dollars, I think you know that wouldn't happen. So I, I, I just want to say I think these security companies are basically a scam. Couldn't you hang on a second? Couldn't he sue him at small claims, Dave, or not? No, because he's out eight thousand. Yeah, it's beyond the amount that he's looking to recover. Well, did uh, uh, I mean he could sue him for what, three, whatever the statutory limit is, three thousand bucks or whatever it is. And and be a little and represent himself and not us incur any legal fees. So you could do that, but you're not going to get as much. But his homeowners paid what ten? Ten, and he was out eight. So I mean, he, you assume you, you, wouldn't it be worth hiring a lawyer to go after eight thousand? Well, That's right on the cusp. Is yeah, the exactly. You're right on the cusp because right. you're going to preparing for litigation. That's a lot of time, a lot of hours, a lot of discovery, a lot of information you have to get to to prove that they're liable. And so your fees are are going to be, you know, around that, yeah, around. So right. that's that's what may, I mean. You, your you options can, are to hire a lawyer to sue them for the eight, or to take them to small claims court and sue them for the three and eat the five. Um, okay, you're talking about the security company. Yes, right. 
Don't you? Uh, and, uh, I would lo- I, and I would want to look at your policy, too. You mean as, well, uh, uh, your homeowners? That thing, and it does say we have a limited liability. Say that, say that Dave, you have $80,000 worth of paintings in your house, you know, arts, and someone robs it. They're not going to pay. No, I have a I have a rider on my homeowners. Oh, do you? I have a riders. I have an umbrella policy. I got. I'm insured. I pay so much for insurance, but you know, I have all my. I have some, uh, you know, things I put on my rider on my homeowners. Right, I do too, like jewelry and so forth. Jewelry, yeah. My point is, the security companies, and that's my message to all the people that are listening. If you have a, series, a security company, and there's a lot of them out there, uh, make sure every one of your devices work. In other words, if you have a freeze warning uh, a device set in your house, so if your furnace goes out in the winter, you're alerted, put it in the refrigerator and check it. My water sensor, I should have put it in water, but I didn't know how it worked. Maybe there is a, a pill like they have on a life preserver that melts and then it sets the alarm off. I didn't know, so I didn't check and put my water tester in a glass of water. To right. see if you know what? Uh, that's all well and good, and that's good advice, but I, I like what Dave said. Why don't you sue the alarm company for $3,000 in small claims court and see if you get anything? Why not? It's at least what? then you're only on a hook for eight or five. Right. They're just going to bring this piece of paper out there and say, see, it says clearly we're only liable for a thousand. Period. No, I don't care what the piece of paper says. Okay. You bought a product. The product didn't do what it's intended to do. Right. I don't know if they can limit their liability like that. Give it a shot. What do you got to lose? Let's say you get a thousand. You're a thousand ahead. Right. Right. Well, the only thing I've done so far is blasted them on you know better business. Right. But I'm just trying to get you a thousand dollars. Right. Now, listen to what Dave said. I think that's some good advice. You don't want to. You know, you do, and uh, I wish you a lot of luck with that. I really do. Stop yeah. going to Florida. Enjoy these cold winter gray months here <laughs> in Ohio. I don't yeah. know why you're leaving. All right. I hope, so. I hope that we help somebody to test their equipment. That's all. Well, thank, thank you. you very much for your time. Thank John. you. Good luck. Isn't it kind of sad, though, in some cases that it costs so much for a lawyer and you can't pursue? It is. Because he was wronged. Yeah. I, well, I'm trying to think if there's some fee shifting over there and... I don't know if there's a Consumer Sales Practices Act violation. There might be. I mean, it has to be fit for the purpose for which it's sold. And if you sell it as a as a detection for water, and, I, and you have water, and it is, doesn't work. There's, so there's so what I'm talking about fees sh- uh, shifting is. Will we they have, be responsible for legal fees? Yeah, every generally everyone is responsible for their legal fees. Some statutes and some rules allow you to shift the legal fees to the at-wrong party. And so, like in a declaratory judgment action, you could shift fees. So he might be able to have the the court declare that contract invalid and declare the court that he has to pay, and he could shift the fees over, but if they don't shift the fees over, he could be out as literally as much as he's he's collecting. So Tough dilemma. Bob, you're on the air with the attorneys, News Radio 570 WQEN, legally speaking, courtesy of Beatrice, hey, Cop, and Harshman. Thanks, thanks for taking my call. Go ahead. I got a, uh, a little problem. I, uh, I was kind of threatened, but I'll get to the point. I like I it threatened. Caught my, I, I kind of looked at my girlfriend's phone, my fiance's phone. Yeah. Yeah. 
and uh, seen some messages to another guy, and I took pictures of them. Yeah. And because he's married, I kind of confronted him with it and told him to break it off or I'd show his wife, and he seemed to think that I could be in trouble for... Snooping on her phone. Yeah. Sheer wiretapping law. You didn't wiretap her phone. You looked at her phone. I took pictures of it, though. What difference does that make? Did she have her phone locked or not? No, it wasn't locked. Okay, so you went through her phone... And you found messages from him. You took a picture of it. I don't see anything wrong with that. Is she married? Yeah. Are you married to this? Yeah. Girl? The most important thing that that I we're, took we're, out of this is that's a, a girlfriend. We were engaged. No, we're Do you pay and for her phone? And he is. Married. Doesn't matter whether he pays for the phone or not. He saw her phone. He picked it up. It's he a, saw text messages and took pictures of it and confronted the guy. I, I don't know of any law you're breaking by doing that. Well, you're not. Well, you're not. Well, he he is a attorney. So, yeah. oh my God! Well, he seems to think that he threatened me with uh, with what busting legal, him. My my legal problems on my end for this intercepting I, a in, private call. No, you didn't intercept the call. You looked at her cell phone. You didn't inter- You didn't put a wire on her phone. You looked at her phone. And he's having sex with your girlfriend, and he's married. Is that correct? I, it, it's very incriminating messages. There's nothing like no what, like get, get, that, get, but it, it doesn't look good. Give me the gist of one so when you say incriminating so I can get the feel for, like, for example, paraphrase one for me. Uh, going to make love to you soon. And she says, okay. Mm. Yeah, that's pretty incriminating. <laughs> I listen, if I were you, that wouldn't be my girlfriend anymore. I mean, that's, yeah, why that's, are you mad not, at the guy? She's not, but she's not, but he need he, he, he shouldn't have a wife either. Right. Well, it went, look, look. This Let me is just my personal thing. At the end of that yeah, message, did even... it did it say dash dash Carl? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just teasing Moses. I'm teasing. Okay. You better be teasing. <laughs> right, I, Mrs. Yeah, Moses, it seems to me like it, you, your simplest solution, and I know you're heartbroken, and I, and matters of the heart are difficult. I understand that. Why would you tell but, the guy's wife? For, y- yeah, you're creating problems. You? Just get a, just break up with the girl and move on and find somebody well, it, that that it, it gets. What do you? Ven- what do you? What are you? The moral police? No, it gives him vengeance. He says yeah, this he guy. Oh, you know him. what? This Does guy he... hurt his relationship. He's going to go show this guy's he, wife. This guy didn't hurt his relationship. His fiance hurt his relationship. Well, you know these lawyers. Oh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so, so basically, you're saying move on, right, Dave? Move on. What she, are you going to tell his well, wife I'm sure, for? I'm sure he was the one initiating it. How do you know that? Well, listen. How do you know that? What do you? What are you, Ricky Suave? You, you, you're saying it takes two to tango, my friend. Maybe she was Absolutely. coming on to him, Ricky Suave. All right, maybe she was coming on to him. Then, then it's her fault, not his. My point is, if you dumped her, move on with your life. That's Find what I agree. Find something that's going to be loyal to you. I was just wondering if I could get in trouble. No. No. But let it go. All right. All you right. understand? Th- thank you for your call. All right, uh, let's... Uh... Now, that was a great call. Why was it a great call? Because it had ju- yes. something salacious in yes. it? Yes. <laughs> yes. That's what I, yeah. See, he knows me. <laughs> you know what? It's not, a cri- it's not a crime to take a picture, but uh, you just thinking this through. If he tells the lawyer's wife 
and she divorces him, you know, there may be some kind of grounds there no. because you for have damages what? for what follows. If something what follows. for telling his wife that he's cheating on her? Yeah, because he's doing it strictly out of vengeance. So what? I don't know. I don't oh, know. No, I think you're wrong, Mark. I don't know. But well, there's right. no there's no tort anymore, Mark, for alienation of affection. That's done away with. So what's he going to sue her for? What's he going to sue this guy for? Telling the truth? Libel? Slander? It's the truth. He was having an affair with his fiancée. Well, if he wasn't... What my, my feeling is... That he's he wants to blame the guy and then ruin the guy's relationship with his wife. Yeah. He broke up with his girlfriend. That's that guy's problem, and that's his wife's problem. Let it go. And now he just wants vengeance. Right. Okay? Well, that's my, my advice was to move on. Why move would you on. waste any energy on this relationship when it, it, you've been because, violated? Uh, because of her lion eyes. Let's play the Eagles. No. Okay, Mark. Lion eyes. Lion right? eyes. There you go. All right. Hey. Next call. I Go see ahead. you're looking at me. There could be a, a defamation suit. Based on what, Carl? Against Ron Verb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't accuse someone of moral impunity. Yeah. And guess what? He communicated. The truth, the truth is an absolute defense to, <laughs> oh, to a libel or slander suit. Well, you might be included so if you talk in it also. The, if you talk to the truth about someone like... Ron Verb harasses me. That's the truth. He couldn't. I couldn't sue Ron for that. What is there, Dave, about when Moses looks? At, I looked over at Moses, and he's sitting there, and Moses points that finger at me, and it scares the living hell out of me. I don't know. I, it's just it's intimidating to me. All right, let's go to Joe. You got a legal question for the attorneys tonight? Hi, thank you. Yes, uh, and also congratulations to Mr. Beatrice for uh, raising such a fine young man. And thank I you. Wanted, uh, on that same. Same uh, line of thought, I wanted to send a shout-out to my deceased father, who was a, a machine gunner in the Second World War and then was in the second uh, wave of the Battle of the Bulge. Wow. So, wow my dad also was in uh, World War II, and he also was in the Battle of the Bulge. And, he, and here's something really funny. My, uh, my son's uh, MOS is 13 Foxtrot. <laughs> Which means he's a forward observer. Okay, uh-huh. this will send. This will be eerie when I tell you this. When my father died, uh, my son was six years old, and my son's MLS in the army is uh, thirteen Foxtrot, a forward observer. Wow! So it's sort of weird. And my f- son was named after my father. So, and his and his other grandfather served in World War Two. So. You know, uh, the, the 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 people in that greatest generation really never talked much about World War II. And growing up, I, I can never remember. I mean, I remember my dad telling me a couple stories, but n- nothing that they just never talked about it. And that was what they call the greatest generation ever. Right. And I'm That's so amazing. mad. My dad had all his army fatigues and all of his jackets, and got rid of him. And I got rid of him because, and now yep. I'm, I could just kick myself. You know, I still have my dad's. Uh, you know, my, well, my mom had it. Then you yeah. know, from he came in and still have it to this day. Yeah, my dad would tell stories too. The things he got in exchange for Hershey bars, unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, and back then they they weren't too strict the on nylons. on pillaging. <laughs> you know, the the Marines. I mean, the army guys would pillage, and so. My dad, one thing I did keep that my dad brought back was uh, when they captured a German officer, he took his sidearm. 
And he, and he kept it. And he kept it, and I still have it, and I gave it to my son, and uh, he has it locked in a... That's a, a collector's s- item, yeah. Yeah, and, and my son will never get rid of it, because right. my, yeah. my father took it off of... Uh, um, a general, uh, not a general, but some kind of a high, higher up in the in the Germans when they overran a town. Moses kept his red coat and uh, his sword. <laughs> no, he, he was in the Bronze Age. He was <laughs> he was fighting for the Roman Empire, Caesar. <laughs> he was those, saying, "Hail Caesar!" Those items are on my wall. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, yeah, Joe. What's your legal question? <laughs> That's good. Well, anyway, today was, would have been my dad's ninety third birthday. That's why I wanted to send a shout out to him. But uh, I. Had my uh, I, I took a trip and um, was in the middle of Chicago when my car broke down completely. Oh boy! <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, it was a lot of fun, but that doesn't—that's not the worst part of the story. <coughs> so I'm I'm in the middle of Chicago. I managed to get somebody to tow my car, and they they towed it to uh, a, a well-known shop, and uh, the guy lost my keys towing towing my car. So uh, I eventually uh, got my keys made at a Hyundai dealership, et cetera. It was just a, a nightmare beyond belief. But uh, they they repaid me for the keys, having had the keys made. But uh, they put a two-inch by one-and-a-half-feet scratch on my passenger door. And I was just wondering if I had any recourse because I have no proof that they did it. I didn't take a picture before they yeah. towed the car. Well, unfortunately, when you sue someone, yeah, you have to prove your case by what's called a preponderance of the evidence. Mm-hmm. So, unless you know, and and your testimony is evidence. So, if the judge were to believe you by the preponderance of the evidence, you could win. If the judge mm-hmm. doesn't believe you, you will lose. Because without a picture or something else, right, or a cooperating you, witness, or well, you, you technically you don't need a cooperating. No, witness. no, you don't. I'm saying it comes down to credibility. Who would yeah, the so judge believe more? So your testimony would be that the scratch was not there before the car was towed, and it was there after they completed the towing, and therefore right. it must have occurred while they were towing it. While they were towing it or while it was at the dealership? What if the tow truck driver says, well, I didn't put it in. How do you know they didn't put it in at the repair shop? You know, then it's right. going to be hard. Right. Everybody's going to point the finger. Right. So it's a tough case. Okay. Well, you think, uh, you think a a tough case, but not impossible case. And if they rule against you, scratch your judge's car. That's what i do. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Good luck. <laughs> Is that good advice, Moses? Yes. <laughs> Scrap the judge. <laughs> okay. Alan, you're on the air with Moses, DeVecchio, and Beatrice. Mr. Beatrice. Yes, sir. Uh, that gentleman that was talking about the water problem, yeah. wouldn't he have been wise to take and shut his water meter off coming into the house and open all the drains and drain the water out of his pipes? Yeah, well, this was a sump pump problem. It wasn't a bursted pipe. His sump pump failed. He would have been wise to have a battery backup for his sump pump, even as opposed to a water detector. Because Yes, but if you stop all the water coming into the house through the meter, unless it's backed up from the drains... This is not from the drains. It's from the storm. It's a sump pump in the basement. It has nothing to do with the water. So he had an alarm company install a sub-pump sensor that should have warned him when he was in Florida that there was water coming in his basement and it didn't didn't warm him. Right. He should, I, but your advice is good. He should shut his water off in, uh, to everything in the house when he leaves. Well, no. The, the, no, the, I mean, he's just saying that if you get a burst pipe or something like that. Yeah, know. but the problem with a sub pump is 
is that when it rains, it goes into those right. drains and then into your sub pump. Right. And right. then the sub pump pumps it out. All right, Alan, thank you. Monroe from, uh, let's see, you're on the air. Hello there. Hello there. Got a got a question, serious question for y'all. Yes, sir. Go ahead. Um, been in a relationship for 21 years now. Mm-hmm. Hadn't really been in a relationship for the last four. You have, you're not a lawyer by chance that has a girlfriend on the <laughs> side, are you? I'm just checking. No, I, I, no, this woman turned me against women. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. So you, you were married to her? No, we're not married. They had a long-term relationship that was good, except for the last four years. Go yeah, ahead. Four or five years, yeah. <laughs> uh, we got four kids together. She don't want to chip in and help. I'm working seven days a week, 60 hours a week, 70 hours a week, whatever. I can All right, get. who has custody of the children? Uh, well, we still live together. Mm. So I was just wondering, because uh, she wants me to leave so she can get assistance, and I think that was her goal. I was just wondering how bad. All right, I was so you have you ever gone? All right, what's your first name? Uh, Monroe. Monroe, have you ever gone to court to establish paternity for the children? Uh, no. All right, so you're in a little bit of a quagmire here. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she can't make you leave. Uh, do, do you live in an apartment or a house? A house. And who bought the house? Uh, I rent it. You rent it. Whose name's yeah, on I, the I lease? Pay all, I pay every bill. It doesn't matter who pays the bill. Whose, Whose name's, name's on the lease? Mine. Okay. All right, she can't kick you out. She can't kick you out of your own lease. I know, but she thinks if I leave, then she could sue me and hit the welfare lottery. No, well, here's the situation. Number one... I just want to know how much she can take away from me. It depends on what your income is. It's not. There's not a set amount. It's based on your income. So I thought it was like fifty-five percent. No, 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 no. First of all, she's not entitled to spousal support because you've never been married, and unless it was before nineteen ninety-one, you can't even call it a common law marriage. You're only connected through these children. You owe a duty of support to the children. However. Because she's unmarried and no court has exercised jurisdiction over those children, you have no rights to those children. Therefore, not only do you have no rights, you have no duty to support. So until a paternity is established, then a support order will be uh, established based upon your income. Okay, if you're under the income threshold, if she's under the income threshold, she could, you know, uh, be qualified to receive government benefits. If you have income, then you'd be required to pay child support and also make a cash medical payment if you don't have medical insurance for those children. I got medical insurance for the kids. Okay, good. She only works like eight hours a week. She's on dialysis. She won't. She won't look into her Social Security. She says she's afraid she might have to share it. And I'm like, I don't want anything from that, but, you know. Well, well you're not married, so you're not married, so you're not, enti- you're not entitled to Social Security. You don't have any of those issues that no, come no, out of a marriage. On, she's on dialysis. Her kidneys are, are failed. So she's on disability? She's not on disability. She won't. She says that she has to wait a couple years. I, I don't get it. Okay. I don't get it either. How old are your children? Um, they were born in 03, 06, 09, and 012. Well, it's not 012, it's 12. I certainly yeah. hope you got cable TV instead of it seems like you need something to do at night. So uh, 15 well, I, through... That's why I work all midnights now. 6 through 15. Keeps the, keeps the herd down, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What vitamins are you taking, sir? I just want a complete keeps list if you don't uh, <laughs> uh, 
What vitamins am I taking? No, never mind. I... So you don't have to leave the I house. Don't take Viagra, believe me, I don't need no Viagra. But if you got some Rogaine, I'll take it. <laughs> okay, you don't have to leave the house. And what? He's not in. You, no, you don't have to leave the house. The one thing I would advise, though, listen, please try to avoid any kind of situations that may, you know, escalate into violence. Do not make any threats. Do not because what could happen is, and it has happened in the past, people will seek a civil protection order to try to get you out of your own yeah. home. Please be careful. Alleging that you've either threatened them or tried to place them in fear for their safety. Uh, and, and it's real easy when emotions are involved. Well, so my I'll fight her because I can't whoop her anyways. <laughs> right. Okay. A good run is better than a bad stand. Right. There you go. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you, Monroe. Yes, sir. This is what happens when you have four children without a marriage, yeah. without establishing paternity. Ray, you're on the air with the attorneys. Go ahead. Hi. Thanks for taking my call. All right, make it hey, quick. Uh, make it quick, okay. Hey, I called last week about, <clears throat> I bought a uh, retractable awning. And, uh, right, I remember. I took, okay, I took your advice and uh, talked to some people, and it's not going anywhere. They're denying everything. <clears throat> uh, I talked to the, uh, the in Niles where I bought it. And uh, they said they did everything they could, but uh, they said it was uh, wind. Uh, it was all wind damage, and of course the sensor didn't work like it was supposed to. And it's still under warranty. Well, it was at the time. It's gone now. But it was back in May. <laughs> May. So they told me <clears throat> that they talked to the company, and the company, the best they would do is sell me the parts for their cost. You hear that music? You're going to have to call back next week. I'm really sorry. Yeah.